Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This show is brought to you in association with Lab Books. Just click the link on the description to the show, sign up and get a free bet up to £50 when you enter the promo code LAD50. Go on, do it. Blue You saw me standing alone. Hello and welcome to the Man City Show podcast. It's Joe Doherty in the chair this week, replacing Nigel Rothband. And I've got three amazing guests with me tonight. Where are they? <laughs> yeah, I know. And the man whose voice you just heard, returning for his debut this season after a long Achilles injury, Stuart Brodkin. Welcome back, Stuart. Thank you. Where well, have you been? Around. <laughs> I couldn't make it for, for many of them. Or any of them. And uh, joining myself and Stuart tonight, we have Stephen Allwise, a view from a blue. Evening, Stephen. Good evening. Excellent. And finally, Paul Denby. Hi, Paul. Always finally, but I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't got a title and you haven't been away anywhere, so you don't... Re- oh, well, I'll have to go away for a year then. <laughs> oh, you'll get a fanfare then. Anyway, so, um, kick off this week. Um, last time we were on, we were, cele- we were waxing lyrical about Sergio Aguero's fantastic five goals, David Silva's magnificent performance, and if Kolarov will ever turn up. Only to find out we haven't got any of them after the international break. Outrageous. Yeah. We don't need them, though, do we? <laughs> not, not after the weekend. But Bournemouth, no. Bournemouth was a good game to have, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Let's it was. Be fair. A, you it was, actually. Yeah. You want to play Arsenal away. Uh, with or Seville or United. Exactly. I was going to go there, but thank you, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it really raised the question. Do you think we should be, like, you know, compensated by these... Um, FAs if we lose our players because they don't pay the wages I, I do and it's not just City it's any team that loses players during an international break I don't know how much Silva and Aguero and just say 150, 200 it doesn't really matter it's the principle of it why should we be paying their wages now when they can't play because they were injured playing for their international team it's, it just doesn't seem right if I were to do a, a part time job somewhere else and got injured doing that and couldn't go into work, my employer wouldn't pay me for, do it, for not turning up for work. So isn't it the same principle? Mm. 
It is, but it's never going to happen, I don't think, is it? I mean, can they afford their wages? Probably in some cases, yes, but in some, no. Some not, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I guess some of the African countries probably can't, but some of the European wealthy countries, yes, yeah, certainly yeah. can. The San Marino FA must have a great time. <laughs> but we recovered from these injuries to absolutely smash Bournemouth out of sight on Saturday. I thought that was a really good performance from a lot of players who needed to prove a point. Absolutely. I thought De Bruyne is, is better than I thought he was. He's special, isn't he? I think he's a bargain at that price. I totally agree. I've got written down here, I know we've said it before in this podcast, but De Bruyne, is he the new Colin Bell? Well, he, look, he looks a little bit like him visually. Um, he's probably, he may well turn out to be better. It's a hard act to follow. He's not actually following it, but it, you know, I think he could become a, an iconic, legend, legendary player for City. I think he's gone, and I know this is going to sound odd bearing in mind mm. how much he cost, but I think he's gone under the radar somewhat. Slightly, yeah. Because yeah. there's so many times that we hear how hard it is for players, for foreigners to adapt to the pace of the Premier League. Strikers, if they don't score for a few games, then, you know, there are mitigating circumstances. Defenders, or, you know, the English game is so physical, so quick. De Bruyne has adapted as if he's been playing here for years and years. About five minutes, yeah. And he's, he's just outstanding, and he's better than. Than I imagined he yeah, would be this, yeah. the vision, the pace, the touch. He's got Silver's vision and an ability to, to to dictate the game, and he scores goals. Yeah, he, he looks as if he is absolutely immense. They say he can't tackle. I don't know if that's true. Not seen it. Does yet. he need to? If, if you can do all those other things, you, you're never yeah. going to be a hundred percent where you can do a hundred percent of everything. True. But if you can do all those other things, you don't need to tackle. You, no. you can do the, all all the bits and pieces on the side. Can he head the ball? Have you he, seen him head it? He's, yeah. he's not small. No, you know, he's not no. the size of a silver or a Navas. He's, I think he works quite hard as well. I don't think he he's someone who just stands there and demands the ball. No. I, th- I think he's got everything. He's also a game changer because at the weekend, um, we're 2-1 up. You know, Bournemouth have pulled a goal back. And you start thinking, oh God, it's going to be one of those days you've gone 2-0 up quickly and you let them back in the game. But he just made such a good pass for that Sterling goal and that ticked the game back in our balance. He's a game changer. And the only other player in recent years we've had like that is Silver. Yeah. And dare I say, I think we've finally got someone who can, you know, Silver's injured. You're almost not worried because we've got someone so good to replace him something Nasri has never been able to do Nasri is not quite the same class as De Bruyne or Silva so um, nah I I think he'll he's a great buy 55 million was it (laughs) yeah we can afford it he's he's added so much quality to the squad then he's worth it I I think Stephen's right he did come he's a little bit under the radar I mean the fact that we were chasing him for so long the transfer dragged on almost forever that when he finally arrived it wasn't with a great fanfare and saying no we've signed one of the best players in Europe or the world Um, he was just you know we just integrated into the team uh, very quickly like you say you know I mean most players would maybe take a season to get into the swing of the Premier League but uh, you know he's just done it almost overnight I would say does, does it help that he has played in the Premier League albeit not very regularly when he yeah. played for Chelsea so he knew what he was coming into did that Possibly, help him a little bit I, that might have just soured him against the Premier League uh, it would have done me um, but you know it's made no difference at all I think, it, I think also he's got a point to prove to Chelsea Mourinho and the others at that place so that you know and he's proved it I think within the first few games yeah and um, talking of his Chelsea connections when we went for him we're going to spend all that money on him 
you know, the press were giving the whole, he's a Chelsea reject, what are they doing? A small part of me thought, you know, he is a Chelsea reject. He's only yeah. done it in Germany. We've seen lots of players come from Germany and not quite make it in the Premier League. You know, is he quite at that level? He really is. And I really think, they always talk about the one who got away. Chelsea was so stupid to get rid of him. Well, this is... It's not just him. There's players like Schürrle and Mata, hmm. and players that Mourinho doesn't like for whatever reason. And yeah. a lot of that is probably down to the fact he doesn't think they work hard enough tracking back. But when you've got, and it's already been said, when you've got the ability that he has, well, I don't mind if he doesn't necessarily track back like a Milner or a Navas because if you give him the ball in the opposition's half, he's going to do something. He's going to hurt them, yeah. Well, Silver doesn't really track back, and he's never been praised for his touch. Oh, Silver does get back a bit. I mean, he, he often picks the ball up on the edge of our air, penalty area, so he, I wouldn't say he doesn't track back, but Navas does, definitely. And occasionally in the Champions League, I think that yeah. has hurt us and, and may yeah. continue to. The fact that we have Yaya and Silver and it was Nasri and whoever else going forward and not so not, eager not to help back, out yeah. defensively. Yeah. But if you have Navas on one wing, and we know he can be a bit frustrating, but he gives you defensive cover... And you've got a midfield who are happy to just sit in there. I think it does give us the balance. Yeah. Well, on the subject of our attacking players, it was a very special weekend for two of our um, two of our players going forward. Uh, let's start with Raheem Sterling. Now, where's that come from? We say he can't finish, gets a hat trick. Yeah, I mean, you could have had five or six actually. Mm. Um, I don't think his finishing is as good as it should be yet. And he was saying, I think, on TV that he's. He gets a lot of one-on-one uh, practicing, uh, finishing off moves, etc. I think you know if his finishing did improve by maybe fifty percent, he'd be a, another world-class player. He, I mean, he's only twenty-one. Remember, you know, he's got a hell of a lot of ahead of him, and he works very hard. I think it's fair to say he, he does, and, and he had a good game against Bournemouth. Not, not his hat trick was great. Let's yeah. not put it down. Go back to the match before where he was taken off at half time against Newcastle. Let's be honest, the first half he was shit. He was he poor. Was, he yeah. was very poor. Yeah. His touch, his confidence had gone. And it was great to see it come back in the Bournemouth game because he got the opportunity and he took it. Yes, he missed two or three other opportunities. But even a Fitaguero misses two or three opportunities. Yeah. He might score five goals as he did against <laughs> Newcastle. But in that game, he could have scored a couple of others. And yeah. up until then, he looked fairly anonymous. Yeah, he did. But so, also, Sterling has had to play pretty much every game. Because yeah. of injuries to Silver and Navas and Nasri yeah. and De Bruyne came late at the start of the season. Mm. In an ideal world, you don't want a 21-year-old playing every minute of every game, but he's had to. So he does have games where he's ineffective. And I think it shows a lot of courage from him to come back. Yeah. No one's saying his finishing is perfect because the reality is two of his three goals for the hat-trick were from a combined total of one yard. <laughs> But that the middle goal, if Aguero had scored that and made the run in behind defence and picked it up and put three defenders on their backside, everyone's saying he's one of the best in the world. That was a brilliant finish. If you yeah. can do that more often, great, but he's got other qualities as well. I, I agree. I thought it was a very good run by him. What I heard the commentator saying, though, was the Bournemouth defending was terrible no, now not, it was skill by sterling move, no. to put him into that yeah. position it was a brilliant run brilliant pass yeah, it was an aguero like move across the line of defense you know yeah. across in a straight line yeah and then finding a position where he could shoot and score i mean as you say if aguero would have scored that it would have been the goal of the goal of the week you know just, just go moving on to sterling's third goal though what about yeah. navas i mean the, the poor lad the confidence after he missed that one against palace a few weeks back yeah 
and then it was in virtually the same position. It went round the goalkeeper, but it was on his left foot, so he, he tried, tried to, to bring move. it back yeah, onto his yeah. right foot, by which time the keeper gets back into position and he's covered. Navas has got to be able to score as well. 50 he, games without a goal. He's in an international football. He's won the World Cup, and he turns down an open goal because it's on his wrong side. It, it's <laughs> genuinely appalling. It, 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 his confidence as well, because of that miss against yeah. Palace. If he hadn't missed that one against Palace, he probably would have tried it with his left foot. Possibly. And maybe, but, maybe but he'd missed. No, there's no way that someone who is paid to kick a ball should not be able to use one of their no. two feet. I agree. But I think I think he's having a good season. I have I to say. He is as he's well. much better than last season. Oh yeah. Way better. But I think I think what it was was you know, Sterling playing for England, he gets a goal. That I think we're seeing how much difference a goal can make for your yeah. confidence. And you know, we used to see it with Jekko all the time. He'd be having a bad game, he'd get on the end of a book. Yeah, sorry to mention him. Um, Public of Ireland got drawn against Bosnia, so he reminded me of his existence. You know, he'd get on the end of a ball, he'd score a goal, and then he'd go on a run of about ten games. You know, and he'd be shit hot. So I think it's it's a lot with a lot of players. And yeah, um, same with Bonnie. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was going to come on to Bonnie. I'm delighted yeah. he's got two goals. And absolutely, he should, probably should have got more at the weekend, but yeah. he's got more, and that's going to give both of them the good setup going into some of the tough games we've got yeah. coming up. But I mean, his second goal was was very good. I thought. Um, I mean, he's had malaria apparently, so yeah. it's pretty debilitating. But I really like Bonnie. I think he's yeah. a step above Jacko. I think he's yep. a step above yep. Negredo yep. as well. And and the issue I Jovetic. think with absolutely Jovetic. different sort of player. But. but people expect if Aguero is out, well, why is Bonnie not doing the same as Aguero? Why is he not making those runs in behind? Yeah. Well, he's a different player. You've signed him. Be- a to be a foil for Aguero B to be this slightly bigger target man I think what he does in the sense that he holds up the ball and backs into defenders and brings everyone else into play we don't have that from another striker it's such a useful outlet for us and I think he benefited from Sterling being played a bit more central and closer to him and he's got Navas who's always going to give you an option on one wing he's got De Bruyne he's got the fullbacks bombing on he's got Yaya he needs players around him he's not going to do something on his own as Aguero can yeah. and we shouldn't expect him to but I think he'll be an important player for us now because Aguero's out but throughout the season I really like him I do as well and you know what whenever we have Aguero on he is pretty much always the furthest player forward and he only really contributes in the final third Bonnie a lot of the time you'd see him you know there'd be two or three players ahead of him he'd be on the halfway and it's like you said Stephen he gets people he plays them in he brings other people into the game and then he gets on the end of it so he can play sort of like he can play almost the number 10 position and the number 9 position in one go almost <laughs> He played some very good passes on uh, Saturday, I thought. Yeah. Really good, very, you know, good quality, the right, you know, weight of pass. Well, moving further back in the team, I want to talk about the defence. And firstly, you know, we had both our right-backs playing at full-backs, the two positions. We yeah. had Sanya playing very well at left-back, and we had Zabaleta returning. Do you think... Now, Kolarov's had a mixed season. Clichy's coming back from injury, and even when he's fit, he's, you know, unreliable. Yeah. Do you think, certainly for our next couple of games, we've got some hard fixtures, particularly United away, would you go with those two as the full-backs? Because they feel me, personally, of a lot more confidence, and they're both able to play on either flank. I quite like Collar off this season. I think I, he's putting a lot of hard work. Mm. Not, defensively, he's not as good as he, sh- as, a, no. as he should be, but I think he's made a lot of goals for us this season. But these are games we need to do a lot of defending. But in, at home to Bournemouth, I think you can play Kolarov oh, and he'll yeah. be fine. Away to United, 
Who I, would you play? Personally, I'd actually have Zabaleta at left-back and yeah. Sanya at right-back. I think they've yeah. done... Zabaleta's played there before for us and done well. I... I can see the logic in playing Sanya and Zabaleta. I think they do give us that bit more security. Mm. Will it happen if Clichy or Kolarov's fit? No, because Pellegrini's not going to do it. Mm. I'm with you. Kolarov had some very good games this season, but he's also had a couple of crappy games as well, where he's not quite... Mm. And the, the game against... All right, a lot of players didn't do it against Tottenham. Uh, he was particularly poor that game and a couple of other matches where... He can deliver, and he, but he's another one of these frustrating players, dare I say, like Dzeko, who on his day, Kolarov can be great. When he's not on his day, he's very poor. I, I would be tempted to play Zabaleta and Sanya on, on Sunday, if, um, certainly if Kolarov or Klichy's not quite there, definitely play. But I, I'd be I, comfortable. Yeah, I think moving forward as well, left-back is probably the position we need to strengthen, along with a holding midfielder. I think left-back is, is the one area where if you compare us to the best sides in Europe, that we're falling short. Yeah, I agree. But haven't, haven't we got this young lad who's at New York City and he's supposedly yeah, he's having a, yeah, a waste of a, a six months in the MLS, which yeah. is yeah. an appalling standard. And you know he'd be better off coming back here and going on loan to Rochdale, to Championship side or something. Yeah. Well, it would get him used to the game at least. And yeah, you know. True. And I think long. I think in the long term, Angelino will be our left back. And it's like you said, we do. We don't really. You know, you look at all the other top sides in Europe. A lot of them have got a great left back. You got Alba, you got Alaba, you got Marcelo. We have not got neither of ours. Both of ours have had a lot of criticism their way. But on the other hand, at right back, I would say we've got two of the best right backs in the league. And can, can I just ask a question as well? If we're on defence, inside of the full backs company it was a brave move to <laughs> to leave him on the bench even if you're claiming he's not fully fit you've got Seville in midweek what do you do you bring him back for... experience counts a lot in the Champions League I, I think that was the main reason he didn't play and he said to yeah. I, I'm, I'm having to clue with it I'm just guessing he <laughs> said to company I'm not going to play you on Saturday because I don't want you to get injured because I need you for the European match midweek against Seville so you're in on Wednesday but don't take this as negatively that I'm not going to play you who's going to be alongside him on Wednesday Mangala for me he's still a he still frightens me Mangala absolutely I mean his positional sense at times is appalling I might go with Otamendi I think he's got a bit more experience yeah, a uh, bit calmer a bit calmer but equally, I'm, I'm not impressed I'm, with him to be honest I think he's quite reckless yeah he, he is he's flying yeah. into challenges yeah, I agree with you I thought the weekend that one could have been a penalty probably that. a penalty yeah. and a red card yeah. but Manga on the other hand he, you know, he looked a lot more confident there was one moment where he got the ball from Hart poor distribution by Hart he had two players on him and he turned them inside out. You think, you know, yeah. haven't seen that Mangler since his, since his debut against Chelsea. But at the same time, he gave the ball away for the for goal, goal and, yeah. and stood off his man. Yeah. Yeah. I think he, he was appalling last year. I think yep. he's been a lot better this season. <laughs> he should be for the price Absolutely. for him. And he's, he's, he's not, not the finished either. product. He's yet. not a kid. He's, he's 24. He's played 200 career yeah, exactly. games. He's not, he's not the finished article as far as the Premiership is concerned, in my opinion. I think there's certainly an argument for playing Damichelis in midweek. Mm, he's got the experience yeah. That's a shame. He he'll, he'll play Mangala And he'll, he'll probably play company I think I think it'll be company Not a Mendy Against Seville so? And oh. I think it'll be company And Mangler against United Against the scum Yeah okay Yeah, yeah And um, Yeah So upcoming We've got Seville at home In midweek yeah. Tough game Must win Because it's a, It's uh, We lost our first game We need to get some more points In the Champions League You know <laughs> 
You could say that. <laughs> and this is a podcast about stating the bleeding obvious. <laughs> I'm not used to sharing. Oh, we're joking. No, I mean, if we beat Severe, if we give them a Severe beating. Oh, um, oh God. Get okay, on. I've been, I've been rehearsing luck, that one. Good luck getting Munch and Glad back into one point. I won't. I'll have a go. Think about that. One. Something no, about if we beat them, it means it, it basically there's, there's one place to play for. Either It's either us or them. So if we beat them at home, put down a mark, we go away, maybe get a draw. We're, We're probably through. I still think I we can say. win this group because Juventus really don't impress me. Well, and I don't think not. I think everyone's <laughs> talking about they beat us at the Etihad. Well, a win in their place is out of the question. I don't believe that's the case, especially after the way we won in Roma last season. Yeah, well, possibly they, true. they've got six points from six, and we got three points from six, and we're awful. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah. we are a joke club, aren't we? But really, we've probably been the best British club in Europe this season. Well, we are. We are the best British club. Four yeah, but point. we have been for a long time, and we haven't been the best in Europe. Yeah, true. Yeah, and um, so who else would you play in the team? We've got, of course, Nasri's injured now, so it's probably going to have to be that same attacking midfield three. Because I, I, I think it's going to be the same team with company in. That play... Um, Saturday, yeah. Yeah, and there's there's not many other changes. You've got Fernando, you can argue, might might come in, but he's not going to drop Yaya, he's not going to drop Fernandinho. Do you drop a a, a Sterling? Do you drop a a Navas? I drop Sterling for midweek. I would give... Would you? Yeah, I would. I I think we need... Do you drop Bonnie and put Sterling up front? I would. He's not a striker, Sterling. No, I I think it will be company for one of the centre-backs and that's that. I'll go slightly slightly different. I think they might drop Navas. They'll play Fernando Fernandinho as a holding, maybe then with Sterling, De Bruyne and Yaya further forward. That would be a better balance. That's what we've needed, I think, in Europe. Whether he will play Navas, he will do that. You've been copying my notes. (laughs) No, no, sorry, I didn't didn't know you had any notes. (laughs) I'm very professional. Doesn't seem like he has. (laughs) I, I think Pellegrini likes or loves Navas. Yeah. For, for whatever reason, I don't know. But I think you're right. You'll play. You'll play. I'm pretty sure of it. I would like to see Navas against Savitz. His old club, he knows how yeah, to play Yeah, yeah, exactly, him. yeah. He'll be out to prove, you know, a point. Like yeah. De Bruyne has been. Yeah, I think, I, think it's, I think Navas is an important player in Europe as well because it's games in Europe where we start to get dominated a bit more and Navas is very useful in those games, partly because of what he gives defensively but also on the break. He's, he's a great outlet and he's got pace to burn. So you know, I think he gets too much stick personally, Navas. It's his crossing, that's why. Yeah. He can't, he's, yeah. number of times he fails to beat his He's got a lot of assists recently. He fair. can't cross a road. No. He can't cross <laughs> his fingers. He's, uh, I, I give up with him. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's, it's frustrating. It How is. typical is it? We get the Jesus who's scared of crosses, <laughs> and then of oh. course after that we've got um, <laughs> Go on. we've got our game against uh, the scum at yeah. Trafford. Is it? Are any of you got tickets? By the way, you have. I know. I know. Yeah, we, we know you have. Um, <laughs> No. Have you, Stephen? I uh, refuse to go to Old Trafford. No. Yeah. Well, I, go for cricket. I go there for cricket, but not for. Old Trafford was built for cricket. <laughs> so yeah, um, lots of injuries. United, of course, had a really good result last weekend. Yeah. But one thing I think we've got hugely in our favour is we play on the same night, but while we're playing at home, United they're tra- they're are travelling. Yeah. They're travelling to Russia, and we've played. We've of course played Moscow two years on the bounce. 
Both times we played them away, we've lost at the weekend badly. Have we? Oh, yeah, you're right. It was Chelsea two years ago, which, well, actually, that wasn't bad. That was unlucky. But we had West Ham last season. We just looked shot after that Moscow game. It's a hell of a journey, I think. The weather's probably cold out there now, even now. You know. Yeah, the, the, the only advantage to United this time around is the match is on Sunday, not Saturday. So they've got that extra yeah, got 24 hours yeah. or whatever. And it, it does help, I think. You know, where people complain whether it's three days, four days, and say there's not much difference. I think for I professional think is, football, yeah. I think there yeah. really is. Yeah. I think that fourth day, especially when you've been on a long journey to play like Moscow and get back in the early hours of Thursday morning in their case, it will help them, the fact that it's Sunday. I've never understood, actually, while we say that, why they don't stay overnight in the country and fly back the next day, having had a proper night's sleep. They can train in the morning if they want, as opposed to getting back at three in the morning and everything's disrupted. There's there's one for you, logistics people. (laughs) I think think some some teams do that occasionally. City did that in Germany. They didn't fly back from Germany against Munch and Gladbach till the Thursday morning. So some teams do it occasionally. I don't know, again, logistics and when they've got the match. That was because they had guests with them. They always have guests with them. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, well, missing from the game. My big worry, though, is that we've got a lot of players missing. A lot of them in a similar position. We've got Silver and Nasri both out. And, of course, we've got Delph missing from the midfield, which means that we won't be able to rotate the team that much, which could work against us. And I don't think United have got many injuries at the moment. The, the reality is if we play well against United, if we play anywhere near our best, we win. Yeah. Because our players are better than their players. No. The issue last year was we fell apart. They came from 1-0 down and you know played OK. And we, we were awful. But I, th- I think we're a different city this year. I know we had a couple of disappointing results, but I think if we can play well, we're always going to create chances. Yeah. It's if we can be a bit more solid in defence, I think we'll be fine. Will, we, will he set up for a draw or not? No, he never does. I don't think he will, no. No, I, I don't but think I would take out. a draw. I would take a point. I, w- I would as well. Absolutely. If you wouldn't at all. Yeah, I don't at all. I think we're much better than them. Yeah, but I still take a draw now. I don't know how anyone can be confident before a derby. I'm not confident. I just mm. think that my heart says, "Oh God, it's going to be horrible." <laughs> my head says, "We're going to do them." I, I just think they're crap. I hope you're right. I think they're crap. I hope you're right. The other thing is, um, you know, a lot of for years, City have relied on this spine against United. We will have, you know, we'll have Hart, Torre, and Company, yeah. which is through the spine. We'll have De Bruyne who's an adequate replacement. The only pit of the spine I'm maybe worried about is Bonnie. I mean, yeah, he's got his two goals against Bournemouth, but yeah. it depends how we approach the occasion. He's never played in a game that big before, has he? But you don't sign a, a second striker who's as good as Aguero? No. Simple as that. You, you'll never have somebody in reserve who can replace Aguero or a Suarez or the equivalent because there's so few of them around. They wouldn't be prepared to sit on the bench. So yeah. Bonnie's just got to get up do what he can do, do and do a slightly different job to Aguero but cause them problems and he can but also a mention as well for someone who we haven't discussed all show and who I think is a key part of our spine and that's Fernandinho agreed and I think Absolutely. everyone overlooks yeah. him people talk about Yaya and Yaya's obviously come out in the press today and, and given his customary I hate football hate Not England hate the press interview You've got someone playing next to him who is brilliant and having an outstanding season and never gets the credit he deserves. But he just gets on with it very quietly. He just does the job. You know, there's no flair or whatever. He just does what he's meant to do. I'd actually go as far as to say, for, for all the matches played this season, he's player of the year. I mean, Silva's great when he plays, and Aguero yeah. in patches, but Fernandinho consistently, game after game after game, yeah. he's been close to man of the match or second. So, that's so, so that overall, he's player yeah. of the year. I so think he has good. played every game so far, hasn't he? Yeah, I think he might have sure. missed one or two right at the he very might beginning. He missed a couple of them. De Bruyne no, I, was the player of the month, by the way. Well, that's not surprising. 
I think Fernandinho I agree I think Fernandinho's class And I think this is a game I think our defence is much better than theirs I think our attack's much better than theirs This is a game that's going to be won in the midfield And I think if we've got Fernandinho and Torre on game We'll do them Okay So um, Before we sign off this Forecast For the two games Well that's what I was coming to Okay sorry Before we sign off this shambles um, (laughs) Can I get a prediction from everyone For both games So I'll start with Seville Uh, Stephen I think we will nick it 2-1 2-0 I'm going 2-0 I'm, I'm with you I'm going 2-1 I, th- I think we could be 1-0 down I think it's going to be just like that Villarreal game at home a few years ago Weasley, <laughs> was, yeah, last, last minute last winner I'd take that I just, I'd take anyone then um, the scum away at the swamp I would settle for a point 1-0 I think we're 2-2 <laughs> with Desmond what, what are you going for Joe 3-0 nil. City I think we'll batter them <laughs> Well, that's, look. Let's hope we do. Well, I hope I'm right because I, before the Arsenal game, I was chatting with some friends and they were like, oh, one all, two all. I said, no, you'll batter them 3 0. And I was right. Well, they did, yeah. And I hope I'm right again because I just really don't think they're up to it. And I don't think, I think the only games they've had any sort of test in this season, they've lost. And very comfortably in the case of Arsenal. Yeah. So, uh, we look forward to two very exciting games for the club. And I'd just like to thank my three guests of this evening uh, View from a Blue, Stephen Always, thanks for coming. Stuart Brodkin and uh, maybe see you in another six months and finally my favourite guest Paul Denby favourite of you joking me (laughs) this is Joe Doherty saying thanks for listening and I'll talk to you all very soon this is a playback media production served to you in association with why not think people sports social podcast network okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry ooh a book club Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.